0: Think about a thought, it's not a bad thing. Take a thought, it's not a bad thing. Think about a thought, not a bad thing. Think, 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 i All right, welcome to the Cheap Thought podcast glad we're back. We are back, yes. that's awesome. Today we're going to be talking about intellectual property. We did plug this last week, maybe the week before. I am uh, thrilled to talk about it. I didn't know what it was before, and today we're going to do it. It's going to be a two-part series. Today we're going to talk just a rough draft about what intellectual property is, talk about creativity, some of the ways that you can use it. Ben has... Uh, some great stuff. He did a little more research, I think, than I did. But um, anyway, the, the thing about it is, uh, it's going to be a good show. And uh, we're glad as always, as always, and uh, we're glad that you're listening to the Cheap Thought Podcast. The idea of this show is that we that we get you to think a little bit about something. Thoughts are cheap, and uh, I hope this I hope this episode uh, really intrigues our audience. and what what uh, audience we have at this point. And um, I hope uh, you said something about going back and looking on our other podcast and uh, as we do this and, uh, you know, come back with a fresher, uh, refreshed uh, podcast on the same subject. And maybe that's something we could do about this. But if not, I hope we learn more. I hope it intrigues our minds to learn more about what we're going to be talking about today. Anything else that we do on the podcast, I think that's a great I love that we're doing this because that's nothing like I've always heard.
1: Okay. There's intellectual property, you know, about copyrights and all the different things involved with that and lawsuits, what we'll get into part two about, but uh, it's not something I've ever delved deep into. It's not something i ever, I've heard about I've, on different podcasts, on different um, shows and stuff, but it's not something I ever looked into. And when you came with this idea, like, Hey, let's hit up on uh, intellectual property. I'm like, well, how much could there really be to talk about intellectual property right. until you actually do crack open a little bit and look in what's in there, and then you're like, "Oh, there's a lot here," there's, and not just like here, but it's been going on for like yeah, like a long time, like over a thousand years. Absolutely, like, yeah, it's been going on for a long time. Where even
0: Socrates even <laughs> mentioned a little bit about it. I I like to do that. I like to do that because where it began for me. And, and I probably heard about intellectual property. young, What is it? But not long ago, um, I would hear politicians talking about protecting intellectual property of United States citizens uh, because things were being stolen as they are uh, in your country. But as well as internationally, people were taking the ideas or the rights, what someone would claim rights to their creativity, and they would use it for monetary gain, for money. And um, that's what I like to talk about today. I I don't I didn't want to bring this up too soon. But one of the things, that, the guy that you sent me to, to listen to. Uh, Which we'll plug
1: in real quick so we don't forget. Uh, I looked up intellectual property. I looked at a few things. And I looked at crash course. And uh, we'll put a link on our Facebook page about it. Uh, and uh, I believe it was a seven-part series um, on it. Some were a little bit longer than others. But great information. They did it. Better than I could ever even hope to doing. Just breaking it down and hoping you understand it all. But uh, we'll, we'll share a couple um,
0: things on there. And what he was saying in, in the beginning is that, um, you know, most people look at it as if, well, what can I do if someone else has not already done? And besides all that legal stuff, it's just tied up in courts. It's tied up in legal documents. And if you claim you created something or came up with something, someone else has probably already done it. But not so true. And I, that, I think that's why uh, I really wanted to do this episode. And so in my idea of it, and because I have copywritten uh, written material, songs that I've done, and I, I researched this uh, several years ago as far as as far as uh, what I wanted to put out for creativity. And so, uh, you know, I'm a songwriter, but I wanted to know how people were making money. How are you collecting money? Off royalties, whether off your royalties, off your rights to your thing, and so there's three things we're going to kind of talk about today, and that's some copyrights. Copyrights allows you the um, it allows you the right to copy material and sell it or put your credit on it that only you can copy that and sell it. If you have a trademark, which maybe you're going to have to fill me in on that, there been the trademark. Um, which is a part of a brand. That's what you have for your brand. It says, this comes from you. And then you have the patent, so the actual uh, design and creation of what you've done. For the listener, and my intention for the show is that I can understand why someone would steal music or videos or something like we're doing today, creating a podcast. I can understand that point. That portion of that. Why would somebody take that? Think about someone taking a software design, taking a a tool design, to make something easier. And uh, you would think we would just all want to share things with everyone that makes it easier. But, you know, people like to get paid man they want to get paid. So, um, you know, looking at it from that aspect. There are just millions of things that we can uh, look at to say, hey, I can add to that. Um, No matter what product it is, you probably have your own way of using that product. And it may not be the way the person that designed it, the person that marketed it, the person that copied it and and made something similar. And you use this product and you may use it totally different than the way it was intended because you use it to suit your needs for what you need it for. So, anyway. If you have creativity and, and you or you think you could invent something or there's something that you go, man, this would make this a lot better. Hey, I want to encourage you to write it down, draw a picture, come up with a design. Look into what you can do to copyright that, to, to create or patent or patent it. Or uh, look what you can look into what you can do, some of the laws with that. It is so interesting of how you can possess that. Uh, and uh, you have a right to it. And, and whether you sell it today, a copyright, I didn't know this, is till the lifetime of the person that wrote it plus 70 years after that. So if you want to find a songwriter, someone that wrote a song, and then 70 years after that, someone could own those rights, and then that song goes out for anybody can use that song pretty interesting, being that we didn't get uh, into this recording world very big until about the 50s and the 60s. The 50s was like booming with uh, the wax albums and things, as far as music and, and uh, you know, other shows, comedy or whatever, or even information, informational uh, recordings. Those weren't coming out, but, the, you know, the 60s, the 70s, the advancement in technology, you had the 80s with the cassette tapes, you know, you had the the eight tracks, you had the VHS, the beta tapes, then you get into the CDs, and now everything's digital. It's all in a cloud somewhere in the sky. But you can have your name on something that you have invented and put your name on it. Hey, man, it may come back to uh, be a fortune to you one day, you know. And you've got to think all the ways that we are able to get that information
1: through radio, through TV, through the Internet. All those are... Um, engineering marvels that have taken place to be able to allow us to listen to that. And so there's so many different patents or trademarks that took place in order for us to get this technology. And that's one thing that a lot of people try to deal with, like uh, copywriting. Like, I'm sure it's something Xerox had to do with the copy machine, just the legal aspects about it because it's so easy for people to misuse that information. But you also got to think disinformation information. Like for uh, innovation, like you, like after there's a time period, if it's seven years or seventy years, after you're releasing, you can see how it's done. Then you can actually innovate it and make it a little bit more better in certain ways because you can do something and realize, you know, what this is nice, but if you actually did this with it, it could be so much. You can do so much more with it, and I think that's a nice thing about innovation that you can always improve upon. Yeah, somebody else might have already did it you can tweak it in a way or make it that much better. And it can be so much more popular. If you make radios cheaper for everybody, then a lot more people have them. If you make cell phones cheaper, then a lot more people have them. And it's just the way, like that's the masses can get to it versus I mean, just uh, copyrighted and it patented. And you can't, nobody shares that information. Then it's going to be super expensive and not a lot of people are going to have it. So but
0: My dad would always say it would always get cheaper as the demand for the use of that. Mm-hmm. And so that's how the technology is cheaper, you know, the demand for the use. And it's would say, hey, I'll, you know, v- I remember when VHS came out, my dad would say, I'll wait till they're like $20 for that. That's that's good. That's a good point. Yeah. And it's something you said
1: earlier about trademarks, uh, that's like a recognizable um, brand logo or something, so, or a name that everybody would associate with. See like let's say Circle K or Apple or Seven Eleven, or you see um, any like Coca Cola; those are trademarks. that like, you can't just use that. Like even in Texas, you have Bucky's. Like you see the little um, beaver like, with the hat on; you know that's Bucky. So anything that comes close to that, trying to rip that off, well now you're infringing on their their trademarks. So that's something you got to be very careful in this country and most countries. But uh, you can't infringe on those rights because, or like a shell or something like that, where people don't know exactly what it
0: is just by seeing that logo. Or McDonald's, for
1: instance. The you see the golden
0: arches. Golden arches. What was there. the movie coming to America? They had the golden something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to
1: think the parodies.
0: golden <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, there has to
1: be room for, for those things. But if you're trying to profit off of it, then yeah, it's we can talk yeah, about that. I think so to recognize,
0: hey, this is mine. I brand. this is my brand. I've trademarked this. Right. And so that way you have a recognition towards that. Like, you know, if you're known for your product and if somebody else comes with a similar thing, uh, you're, uh, uh, and they're trying to sell because in they, you're like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: not good. Like if you see another Brent, um, <laughs> talking about, he's on the, he, <laughs> uh, Taylor top podcast.
0: Like, hey, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> we look forward to doing that someday with this podcast, right? I mean, it's, we, we want to expand the podcast. We want to uh, add to it. But uh, we also want to be able to use other types of creativity besides the cheap podcast and, you know, do some. Expand on that. And as we get better, there'll be more
1: demand and it'd be nice to be able to actually grow and be able to be better and provide people more information
0: and in a more thorough,
1: more educational,
0: more entertaining way. Yeah, I didn't throw that out there. The Cheap Thought 2023 at gmail.com. That's our email address. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you from this because with that, with what you're saying, I like to hear if people have a good story, Ben. I just love good stories. Yes, we do. And I'd love to have a you know someone that may want to volunteer, want to participate in this uh, show, and they say, hey, I can help you out with a little creativity. I can help you out with a little tech support. I can help you out with this or that, or I can make I make these uh, noises, or I do these cartoon characters or whatever. And uh, would you like to add a character to your show, and I'll do the tech stuff for you, or know, whatever. Send us an email, sheepthought2023 at gmail.com, and uh, we, want to, we want to hear about that. We want to read about it. And uh, we, we may want to talk to you. Hey, come in.
1: Click it in the bio. It's right there. But also, another thing I wanted to touch upon is if you have a story that you've been involved with uh, your patent, any of your copyrighted material, and you want to share this with us. So next time we hit upon the subject in the future, uh, maybe 100 episodes in or whatever, and we want to revisit, I would love, and Brett would love this too, if we use your story in our next podcast about this subject. Not not the next episode, but in the future when we we go back into it, and or if you want to learn a little bit more and ask, well, what do you think about this or that? We can actually go a little bit more in depth, do a little bit more homework, or to share, uh, your own experience in this matter, and we can share yours and how how you felt about it, uh, going through not you, Brent, but the listener. They sure. can tell well, us. Well, I'm the listener story. right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, their experience going through courts or going through the process of ed, not knowing how to patent or not knowing how to copyright their material, and then actually going through it and something they feel like they want to share with other listeners, I which I knew this, you know, and then we could share that so there, so a lot more people can hear their
0: story out. I I, uh, I know this podcast is talking about this. When I began begin to think about it, I thought, man, I don't know. You know, this is kind of boring. This stuff. You know, it's all about uh, you know trying to do things the right way to in order to um, either make money or get credit for something that you've done. And then I think about the next episode that we're going to do about this, which will be talking about court cases. So if you're not following in this part, when we get to those court cases next week in the po- podcast and things that have been in the media with actors and musicians, and now we're we're probably just going to touch on a few. People, that's going to be a lot of fun because when you appreciate um, creation, something that you done. And I think, I don't care what background you're from. I don't care where where you're at in your life. Okay, if you got a lot of money, you got no money. If you've come up with something, if you have an idea, if you've created something that helps people out, that benefits people, that is artistic, whatever you got, this is a great thing to want to know about. It is great. So, um, anyway, I'm so... So um, so glad to, uh, to be able to do this. Yeah, your creation is is special, and um, this allows you an opportunity to do that. And uh, hey, you should put your name on something you created. You should really put your name on something that uh, that uh, you think, hey, this is going to make some things better. If it makes it better for you, it probably makes it better for others. So you got something. I know you got something. And, um, you know, you don't want to, Ben says, uh, if you got a really good idea, he'll, he will, um, he'll send an email to the podcast. He'll give you, send you his personal information, personal. Yeah. Give me six (laughs) months and we'll review it
1: and let you know if it's good or not. Now don't (laughs) be surprised if something very similar, if not the same thing, coincidentally (laughs) comes out and patents and they're copyrighted. um, you know, within that six months. That's not our fault. We're not definitely not sharing it with anybody. We're not selling that information for a low ball a number. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Definitely. <laughs> now there are um you've seen the ads. I've seen the ads. I haven't seen any in a while. No, it's been a while. I wonder if they got sued. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's for all the lawyers to figure out. You know? But yeah, those companies that would say, Hey, if you got an idea We saw uh, that for years for a while for yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna help you when you creating I don't know whether to trust that or not, but I think if people are advertising to do that, they're going to want to make most of the money off of advertising is a cheap, off a product or an idea that you may have. So yeah, advertisement's not cheap. But it works. They say yeah. it does work, and you can copyright your own ad. Hey, if you have any ad ideas, you know. <laughs> so um, whenever they say it works, I get skeptical. Yeah, always, always do this. They say do that. Always had an idea, and I used to tell my uh, my uh, sister and my brother. My brother-in-law is kind of crazy, and I uh, say, "Hey, I got an idea for a restaurant." And I said, "I got the whole commercial. I can write the menu. It's everything. It's the whole restaurant." And they said, "What? Oh, it's a fusion restaurant. It's Asian Cajun. It's Asian Cajun." And then have a little cartoon character, and then um, he's like wearing a straw hat, and he runs around. And he says, "It's spicy, and it's spicy." But you have a fusion of Asian and Cajun food, which is Cajun food's a little spicy. Some mm-hmm. of the Asian food depends on where you're at in Asian, you know. So um some places more than others. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. And so anyway, um, I'm I'm saying so that for, your I'm days, saying that for years. About oh, so one day I get a, a text with a picture of it, and there's a restaurant somewhere in in Washington State called the Asian Cajun. Fusion down. I mean, you see all these fusion restaurants. People have to get creative with the, with the food and stuff. You know, with, they're like, oh, we, are, we want to do a Chinese restaurant, but we like uh, Indian food, or we like uh, I don't know uh, French food. It's a French Chinese fusion. If you eat Chinese food in France, I'm sure it's not like U.S. Chinese. I mean, if you eat Chinese food in Texas and go to New York, it's quite different. Yep. Anywhere you go,
1: like uh, there's no matter what happens when you got cultures collide, you're gonna have the melting of it coming together, and you're gonna see the best parts of each side come, melt together in that food, and it's gonna make it delicious. Oh, delicious! Yep, and that's just one thing, and uh, other things you see, other like uh, and there are other innovative ideas as well. Like for instance, uh, I'm sure a lot of those advertisements I see on furniture where. They make them compact and foldable, and you see a lot of those things trending on – Those are pretty cool. The little rice things. really cool. So you got to think of, like, you got Western style meets Eastern compact, you know, and they, they merge together. And I'm sure there's a lot of patents on those technologies and make those brands. And the to-go uh, stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. The to-go boxes. Isn't that what you're talking about, the foldable?
1: I was just talking about like the foldable furniture and
0: for apartments. Oh, and oh. so, like, there's so said. many different things you can go with. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. 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 Like I haven't thought of this one yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about stuff like this. What can you create that's yours for a long time or something that you can add to you. You try to make it better for a long time. And um, I guess my dad was always like, and he's like, oh, I can never come up with anything. And I think when we put too much thought into just thinking, I'm going to come up with something. But when this happens, when this usually happens, when people get creative, they've been using something for a long time. And they go, man, they look at it. And they go, man, I can make this better if I just did this and that. And they do. And uh, one of, this morning, um, I was thinking about this show. I get up. Uh, I'm I'm going to shave. And I'm in the bathroom. So I look around. I have all these products in the bathroom, just as you probably have, Um, but just as anyone else. But I'm looking around at all these products. So I have a razor. There's uh, different creams, gels for medicine. There's the swab. I have the electric razor. You got the little, you got the big uh, razor, the electric, uh, or not electric razor, but the clippers. And then you got the ones that are real small for the nose. And then, and then, of course, you could probably do all that with scissors, right? But this makes it a little easier. Like, anyway, um, you ever gone too far? Oh yeah. Okay. But uh, worse is like yanking out the notes tear You don't ever want to do that while you're driving. Or good or, thing or, I have this baby face. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the designs of uh, of the tubes. Or, you know, the screw top with the, you have the screw top or you the pump. You know, I used to buy, I don't know how you buy shampoo, but I like to buy the big thing with the pump. You know, there you go. It gives you about the right amount. Sometimes if you had the one where you turned up, you might squeeze out way too much. Or, and you, you got to think the,
1: the time that they spent to design that pump
0: to get the right amount. And you got
1: to think the countless hours, probably a team of people put into that. Make sure that they get just enough and not too much, not too little for those pumps. You got to think of all the, the the what is that, RD&D, the research, or R&D, or like research and development put in to those technology, how wide, how thick, to make it all work for you. So when you try it, you're like, I like this. People put time and effort and energy and for their company to make that happen. Now, did they probably get that uh, get that credit? No, the company did. But the company paid them to design it specifically for their
0: for the consumer. The, the simple invention of just the shaving cream, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they have the little gel where you just need a dot, and then it like. Psh. But then you have the old time, you know, old school. What what was that? Uh, what is it? anyway, it was a popular popular shaving cream. But that was so cool because before. In order to get that foam, now you have the foam soaps and everything, but before you had to take like a blush, put it on the soap, and lather it up, really sh- 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 you know, and then lather your face. And then when you think about the blades, you don't just have that straight razor. Some people like that. If I go to my barber and I ask him, he'll use a straight razor, but he's a, he's he's an older guy and his hand gets shaken when he's down there on my neck or something. Neck I'm a little nervous. He's so, yeah, yeah. got that blade. So now you think about the blades and you got what, two, three, four, five, uh, maybe even six blade razors. Now I think I use a four blade razor, but you have all of this. And I mean, you, when you see these commercials and they're advertising that and then you try it and you're like, wow, this is pretty good. I mean, this will flat cut, you know. And then you think about the different um, creams, uh, some people confuse like these medicine creams, like the triple antibiotic uh, ointment or the hydrocortisone cream. Now, those are two different things. Hydrocortisone is a steroid. The other one kills. Uh, the other one's antibiotic. It kills bacteria, and um, uh, three types, I guess. If it's triple antibiotic, <laughs> you know. So um, you want to consider that. But how they dispense those, how those are used? So you get the big tube. You get the little tube. There's the one with the little spout. Uh, I mean, you can go through tons of things just on medicine. Don't you think that would be fun?
1: And I wanted it before I forget, I wanted to tell a story about uh, the shaving cream. because I remember when I was a child in the 80s at school, I forget why we got this package. Maybe it was after we read a book or something like that. Everybody in the class got this, like, bundle of stuff, like almost like a gift bag. And inside there had the brand new Gillette gel shaving cream. So it was before it became popular. It was a brand new thing. And it came with a and like a, a also I don't think it came with razor blades that would have been probably not good. But it came with shaving cream. And I remember my parents like, why did kids get shaving cream? That's so weird. And it's gel like who, they've never heard of it. That was brand new for them. Wow. And I I know my dad was like, okay, let me try that. He he actually tried it the next day, uh, shaved, and he was like. I ever had yeah. and after that freebie little thing and I forget everything else I just remember that one thing that came in it and I, I think ever since then he didn't go back to his old shaving cream anymore he, he was looking for that Gillette gel it shaving works. cream that was gel and then it turned into foam and he lathered it up and he was like that was an excellent excellent uh thing I, you want to say there were razor blades but I, I probably wasn't it probably had the three blades at the time yeah. and, and the traditional was one or two I think yeah. so it was like a this is, like, I probably have to actually ask my dad or my mom about it. Even from
0: bar soap to the gel soaps for hand or mm-hmm. you know, if you took a shower, you use a bar soap, you use the, you know, I'm just thinking about those things just in the bathroom alone. I and mean, when you walk around your house and you go in your garage, you, you, you know, you go to work, you could see so many other things you could improve probably, you know. <laughs> I, I used to work at a mechanic, around a mechanic shop, and the guys would say, man, these engineers, they did not know what they were doing. They did, why did they design this like this? I have to work on it. Well, the engineer didn't plan on working on it. Exactly. And the mechanic, How they put it
1: yeah. in, compacted it in, you know.
0: Period. but it's made it so much harder for people
1: to work on their own engines especially when they're all computer based and electronical now where now most people can't work on their new engines they can do little things here and there but for the most part you got to take it into a dealership to get it worked on make yeah. sure that they they clear the codes and and get it all done. now there are ways around it but there's still a lot of things that you just have to go to a professional
0: to get it done what was it guys name or that, that it was it was called uh... The okay. YouTube the YouTube
1: yeah oh the uh, the, the okay. name of the company was was called crash course the crash course
0: so. for intellectual property and I I want to encourage uh, listeners to, to, to do a little research in this and share that with us if you'd like it's pretty entertaining
1: you did a very thorough job
0: but this is great stuff to know because one day you may have brilliant invention and uh, hey in order to share that with people, you may need to get some funding, but you need to have the rights to it. You need to have the credit to your name for that invention. And whether you have the money or not, you could probably attract a few dollars if it's the right uh, thing for the right people. It's like that shark tank these people are coming up with stuff. Right. you know? And uh, people say, hey. So, I mean, hey. But the- sometimes it's a matter of just, okay, I got
1: the great idea. I just don't know how to get the funding. I, I don't know how to attract the people to, that need to hear it to invest in it so so I can actually make this. So if you can't get on Shark maybe you should just email Brent here. Um, <laughs> and myself, Ben,
0: yeah. over here. I'll help you improve it. That podcast. way I can get some credit. Now, we don't it. have
1: to keep on saying the email address. It's in the link when you click on this in oh. the first place. So ben, for just, me. <laughs> yeah. So just click on it, email us. And, uh, we'll, and if we go through it and we like it, that's what? We'll share it on this podcast and one day we're gonna be able to reach a lot
0: of people. So you know, I was thinking I bought a mega million ticket. Did you buy a mega no I didn't so no, I bought I a mega million ticket, but I'm thinking about this show and the creation. But a lottery ticket is not in the few dollars you pay for one, you know, the two dollars or whatever. The lottery ticket, the winning lottery ticket could be right there between your ears. And just coming up with something simple, and you don't really have to be a genius to come up with something that makes things better. And um, you know that may be worth uh, worth a little bit of time to to um, to get the rights to something like that.
1: That's to know what that idea can do for not only yourself but also for others as well, and how it could be picked up around the world and change the course on how things are going. Because technology is always, I mean, look at uh, AI and how that is going to be, like, still in its infancy. The potential for it is
0: endless. And see, I'm concerned with that because then maybe we don't have to think anymore. We just all become, most mm-hmm. people become labor. I think it's going to be cool. Just like, anything else. we're going to be able to work around it.
1: I think, and like, I'm not a fear Like, for instance, when the radio was first created, a lot of people were, like anti-radio and then tv anti-tv and newspaper same thing and then books and everything else and the, the internet's the same way but also ai is going to be also another barrier that people are scared of because people don't people are comfortable the way things are nobody likes change but that's one those are one of the few things that you can expect in life you can expect change you can expect death, and you can expect taxes so those are the things that it's always involving and when you have a great idea, it could, per- it could change the course of your life and others as well, just because of the simple fact of thinking.
0: You mentioned books, too. And, and I mean, if you're a writer, um, uh, you like to write books, short stories, poems, whatever, cookbooks, anything. Um, and I, I think I was listening to that guy and he said, you can copy public information and share that, package it up in a book and sell that. And you put your—you can't claim rights to the the product in there, but anybody else could share that as well. But you could sell an information book just from uh, information that you collected. You can copy that, but if you have your own, um, you know, creative writing—whether it be fiction, whether it be nonfiction, whatever something you've researched and you just want to write that and share the information. Um, you know, I mean, hey, that's a way to put your name on something one day somebody's going to write a book about you
1: and hopefully they have your blessings with it and have you uh, in there. But uh, I mean, just think of the stories that are in that book about your life story.
0: I never did much uh, publishing with my writing or my songs. I I, I did a little bit, just a few uh, social media stuff. And I wasn't very pleased with some of the studio stuff that I did just, just to mention, I don't like to talk too much about this or about me, but um, I would like to go and uh, I would like to, uh, have some masterpiece to be able to publish, but I'm not a masterpiece artist or recognized for that. But uh, I do value that stuff, and maybe I'll have some use for that. Just like the intro song for the show we do here, I wrote that years ago. And now, that guy was saying on that that uh, podcast, he was saying, or that uh, video, he was saying that uh, when you record something now, because it's digitally recorded, whether it be a video or audio like we're doing here or you uh, saved it something that you typed up and you saved it. that's a copyright because you created it as long as you didn't plagiarize mm-hmm. you know as long as you didn't steal somebody else's work and try to put your name on it saying I wrote this or I I invented the cure for certain cancer and uh, here's the heres what's the, what's the chemi- you chemical Everything's code for the copyright.
1: <laughs> yeah you know, we just <laughs> repackaged it and, and put it out there. I mean, the words that we say, the, everything that we use, everything is just more
0: innovative. That, that's another thing I thought about packages. Is like, So you can think about drugs, all the drugs, they have have a way, you know, they invented this. And so if they invented a drug like Tylenol, well, you couldn't sell a set of as a set of metafin, which is the key ingredient in Tylenol, until that, they're rights rights have, have uh, expire. right and then
1: other people do it and that's where you get the non-brand or the store brands and they go ahead and they push you know and sell it for cheaper because they didn't but the name brand is still there as usually a little bit more expensive and then the the off brands are more available because it's cheaper,
0: so more people can get it. but it's the same things you look at the ingredients on the road. It's like, so say you're messing around in the garage garbage. and you got some chemicals from out, from under the sink uh-huh. you mixed up with concoction or something. And now you just created a cure for some type of skin disease. Cause you got some, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. And FBI is, <laughs> <laughs> your neighbors have made a complaint.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you have all these chemicals here. We're going to have to, uh, uh,
0: really look into it. We well, a lucky one. well, I think about that chemical chemical, is, uh, uh, engineering is so important because you have your consumption based stuff, stuff you store food in, um, or something that, you know, that you could ingest or it's going to hold something that you would ingest. And, um, then you have your other, you know, plastic products, other you know, metal made products, metal formulas. You and I talked about this before used to there were patents on metal, um, and and if you bought cheap tools, you got cheap tools. Those patents have expired, and now there's a much broader competition in the in the market for tools. And you can buy a much uh, better tool. And it, it may not be the big name brand that you knew before because they had patents on that stuff. Wait, uh, Sears did this for a long time. They sold their Craftsman brand, and maybe they didn't have the um, what's that Snap-on. Uh, Formula for their metal, but what they offered was lifetime replacement. So they knew that theirs wasn't as a high quality,
1: so they just had a lifetime brand on it. So if it does break, you just come in and you you replace it for free, no questions asked. And they were known for that, and people liked it because you could get a cheaper tool, and if something happens, you know, you could take it back and get a new one. All rusty if it's all, or you just bought the good one, you never had to replace it exactly. And it's, that's why a lot of people did not buy. Oh. Because they wanted the better quality one, especially if you're out of work or something. And uh, you don't have the time to go and replace it. You just buy the, the nice one. that's going to work for
0: the next. Because yeah. they're not going to have to issues.
1: The <laughs> they don't have to go back to. Yeah, my great, great to grandpa's
0: tools. Cause they still, they're still they still usable today.
1: But it, and that's another thing about, nice about cheap tools. Like, so I have like a, a brand like Ryobi, like yeah, battery operated. Good. Now, they're good quality. I'm not going to knock on them because I've had them for years. But I know there's better quality ones out there. But the ones that I have for when I use it, it's good enough for me. Sure. And it makes it so much easier just to put a battery in, use the tool one time, and then put the tool back. And it really helps out versus I could spend hundreds of dollars on a more expensive I didn't do the exact same thing. Maybe a little bit better, maybe not. But I'm happy with the purchase that I made. I might have to replace the batteries a little bit more often, and that's annoying sometimes. But I feel like I still get a really good value out of it, and I like it.
0: Did you Did you ever purchase a guitar strap? Yeah, I have one in the case. I, was, I you know, just thinking of that now because Ben's wife plays the guitar, mm-hmm. and uh, she sings very nice as well. Um, Okay, great for that. You <laughs> could have made a homemade guitar strap, you know, and you could have like so You could have been like, you know, watching TV, sewing her name in the strap. It would have been so much better than just buying. Or you could take that guitar strap. Hey, I'm going to personalize it, and then you can get like it you know, get your little stitching kit out and sew her initials in the, in the guitar strap. Yeah, if I was into that arts and crafts stuff. <laughs> Well, I mean, you if I it. had one time, time, you got the talent, come on, you can do it. <laughs>
1: I think if you put your mind to anything, you could do anything. If you wanted to put your mind to thinking about ideas, if you wanted to put your mind on redoing a picture for me and making it more personable or more eye appealing, mm-hmm. there are so many different things. If you put your mind to it and you invest your, your focus on doing it, yes, you could do anything you put your mind to. You really could but then you got to look at is how much is that is taking away from other things I think, uh, uh, nikola tesla on how much time he he invested in doing uh, working on electricity and now where he's known about it what if he only put that little bit of time into it but he spent his other times frolicking around and i have been franklin
0: and been electric with a kite and the and the key i think so.
1: Storm created the electricity. I think he just <laughs> yeah. got Well, how to
0: control it. Basically, no one created it. No, yeah, If no, you electricity look into that,
1: yeah, but what they were trying to do is make... Uh, Nikola Tesla, he was trying to make electricity available for everybody. He was trying to... He said you could, from the air, you can get it. Just He was interested in making it available for free for everybody. And then on the other end, you had... Um, What's his name? Mm -hmm. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. He was the light bulb. That guy has a ton of
0: patents attached to his name. But
1: it's because of his company. It wasn't necessarily because of him. He had people working underneath him. He hired engineers that worked on it for him. So he might have had a little bit to do it, but he hired some incredibly smart people that didn't get the credit for it. But that's because they worked for him. or he told he them that. to do
0: That's what that video said. It said if you were for the company. Yeah. And they tell you to do something. It's not your invention. Nope. It's your company. Because it was a company. <laughs> you were you
1: were uh, already made a deal with them for your time and your talent.
0: Yeah. And I mean, so they are paying you. So, you know. Exactly. They're paying you to be creative. I guess if you're a writer for a newspaper, they're paying you to be creative. Or yeah. a writer for a for, you know, a uh, news, media, whatever. But as long
1: as you don't sign anything in that contract when you're getting hired, if you come up with an idea for a book and you do the book, and they don't, you know, that they can't say, hey, you did." as long as you didn't do it during their time and you do a book on your time off, they don't have rights over that. But if you're <laughs> actually in your, your lunchtime, even though you're still getting paid, if you start writing it, th- they might be entitled to that yeah, time. They weren't like 15
0: hours a day. There was no time for them to write them. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it's like anything
1: were. else. Like, uh, You don't have a lot of time to work on a new version of anything, a vase or a light, because uh, you might have an idea, but you're not going to invest that time into it because you've got so many other things. you got to feed your family. you got to uh, fix things around the house. you got. So a lot of times people don't have the time because they don't make the time to work on the idea that they had. And if you don't do it down the road, you're going to see somebody else do it. I think ideas have a life of their own, and if you're just a conduit to make it uh, a reality, and if you don't do it, the idea will go through somebody else and also come to flourish in another way. It will It
0: will uh, come about. Do you have any ideas of what should be created, like for now, for the times we're in? I mean, we see so much advancement, and uh, they say we're living in the greatest times of humanity. I'm sure we are. In this <laughs> first world. <laughs>
1: Or I don't think there's anything better than others. It's just you see, like you see uh, when I, tr- I haven't been to Africa or anything, but I've been through um, Mexico, which I consider Central America, but it's still North America, as my wife would correct me, rightfully <laughs> so. But uh, you see some very, a lot of poverty, a lot more so than you would see here in the States. A lot of times you'll see them happy. You won't see them sad, depressed, like, uh, no, they're actually, it's, I think it's a state of mind. So I think if you could actually um, bottle up an appeal, like what somebody feels when they work out or what somebody feels when they're playing like in the NFL or the NBA or the NHL, you know, if how they feel when their team wins, or if they get into uh, like a mixed martial arts fight and they win. I think if... Capture that feeling of them running a race or something, and sell that. It would—you'd be a multi-trillionaire because I think everybody would want to
0: have that. I told you about my app idea for the. Tell you what the dog thinks. Go ahead. You scan the dog's head. You, uh-huh. you hit the app and you scan the dog's head, and it'll tell you what the dog's thinking.
1: I like it. But I wanted you to share it to them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, you're saying that, but I mean, we work in the transportation business. We're uh-huh. We're truck drivers. And, uh, you know, just to add to that, automation is uh, is coming out for what we do. I mean, they have the technology for that. It could replace us. But, I mean, um, you know, that's probably a ways down the road. I don't know how advanced, how fast that's going to take place. Um, but I
1: was a child of the 80s and 90s. I, I still remember uh, the Jetsons, the vehicles could fly. I remember Back to the Future, where, like, the hoverboard, no. Like skateboarding, but on a hoverboard, and the vehicles could fly as well. Uh, I'm like, and I'm like, waiting for that time when we could actually do it ourselves. Will that ever happen? I, I I always, Star to Trek. Or even yeah, even Star Trek. Yeah. And it's funny how some of those ideas that were on Star Trek, where they open the doors by themselves, that was before you could see it at yeah. the grocery store and stuff. There's and modern I, houses that have that. And now modern houses, and and lots of places have it now. Well, before it was just a thought. It wasn't actually happened, but eventually somebody saw that, innovated on it, and actually made it a reality, let alone they could see each other on screen. Now we can do it on our phone. You know, who would have ever thought? Nobody would. It all starts with an idea. And then as people work on those ideas, they innovate. And now it's a modern thing that we can't really think of not having.
0: What would you improve at your job, in your truck, or something? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Any other credit? <questions? laughs> oh, that always makes it better. <laughs> if they paid us double, you know, I mean, I could probably, uh, I could do a little bit better. They'd be a little bit closer,
1: uh, compensating us for. Oh, well over. oh and, yeah, right, right. For the house it is Right, yeah. But uh, even then, like, there's a lot of things. Like you would think, like you can make it automated. So instead of me manually doing things, what if I just move the machine and then put it down and it did it itself? I always thought about in the future how oh, when we get to a gas station, we, we park next to it, we don't park over it. Well, what if it was like how they would do it up in the air when you got these aircraft carriers and they're filling up the jets mm. and it's all automated? Well, why can't we do that here? I could stay in the truck, not even get out. I put it on the screen, I see a camera there and it automatically lifts it up puts it in, and then uh, and it starts delivering itself. So there is no hands-on at all. I'm just there to make sure that it's working itself. And I think that you could do that because it doesn't happen so much now, but it does happen occasionally where people get arrested for stealing fuel from gas stations. And what happens there? I'm sure there's insurance. Most of the time like they that. don't
0: get arrested, they don't get caught.
1: I didn't want to put that out
0: there. Okay. <laughs>
1: I know this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not putting that out there. Hey, if you're down on your luck, go ahead and steal from. No, I do not recommend that at all. They're stealing off
0: the, the the customer but, when they when they put that thing on.
1: But like, nothing. So if you steal from a store, if you steal from a business, you're thinking I'm not hurting somebody. Uh, this company has millions and billions of dollars, and that may be true, but they're not going to have that come out of their pocket. It's going to come back on the consumer, and sure. that's why you see the prices keep on going up because. You have people that are, I would say, jerks stealing from stores, and that's going to make everybody else pay more for
0: that item because it's it was too easy for them to steal. And one of your, I, can I share your idea about your the, I, the bed? I was gonna, no, go ahead. But you want to? But
1: we did talk about
0: the that. We did talk about that a long
1: time ago. It, did amazing. we mention that all the before? no? I, did we? I don't remember if we did. But, but, but the, uh, the anti gravity
0: bed. Yes. Yeah. So, so you like. Sleep without any tension on your body in an anti-gravity box. This is a free idea, by the way. If you guys come up with this,
1: <laughs> you can just give me credit and, I'll, and send one to my yeah. house. He'll take
0: two cents
1: for everyone you sell. No, no. I, I won't even take two cents. I'll take one penny because yeah. I think it's going to be a great idea. But uh, here's it's the idea. It's going to be quite expensive. So it's almost like a, I was thinking something like a closet maybe at first, but eventually something like almost like a, I wouldn't say a coffin, like you'd see Dracula close himself in and into it. But something where you lay down, you have a, a glass cover or something, or even in the future, you won't even have that there. You'll just float, like you're on the cloud. And it's just air or uh, or magnetic or something. Pulling you. So you're just like, lay, or you lay it's down and then you push the button and then you just float up. Like All the gravity locks. And so now you have no tension on your body. Imagine how good your body would feel if you go all night sleeping like that, where there's no kinks or no. The mattress it, factory out business. Oh yeah. But I think they would be one of the first ones to jump in on it. They're gonna be like, yeah. oh, this is the future right <laughs> here. It's like
0: but you know, the
1: so it's like like sleeping on the clouds. I'm concerned about like, is there gonna be air in there? Well, if it's not um, if there's nothing containing it. Then, because after a while, you have think gravity is strong at the base, but not so much further away. And maybe because your mass, depending upon how big you are, like you could just lay down on it, or you could stand up. It, it depends what idea it actually works or not. But like, You could just be floating, standing up, and you're not going to have an issue. Or if you're laying down and you're perfectly straight, no and more no more
0: cricks in your neck.
1: There's no more cricks in your neck. You're not feeling anything. And, but what happens if that technology fails while well, you're truly, you could hurt yourself.
0: <laughs> so you yeah. gotta you gotta take everything well, into yeah, consideration. It depends on how hard the fall and what position you're in. I just want to be, be there for the, all the
1: testing. I don't want to be in it, but I just want to. That'd be some pretty funny reels. Watching,
0: yeah, yeah, they're gonna use you for the testing. This is this was your idea. Come get in this, Okay, this. I need a
1: quarter instead of a uh, one penny or two cents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, these things the, are gonna be like ten
0: thousand dollars, hundred thousand it dollars. It's only gonna be kind of, for the filthy rich effort. Yeah, yeah, only yeah. the Elon well, Musk's well, sure, of the world
1: sure. can. We'll be able to afford it at first, but they're gonna love it. Uh, and then over ten years, then, then you're gonna just have the wealthy people have it. And then another ten years, you're gonna only have the rich people have it. And then another ten years, then you're gonna start seeing
0: the middle class have it. And then you know, you know, uh, about a hundred something years ago, Ben, uh, uh, everyone had horses and used horses and rode around on horses, and only the rich had cars. Like, but is that with the Model but, T But today, affordable? But today Um when the Model A came out, I guess before But it was the T that got super affordable for Yeah, everybody. Yeah, so so, so but all everyone had horses and uh only the rich had cars today. Everyone has cars and only the rich have horses, horses. and my, my 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 the stables have turned. It's nice. Exactly. <laughs>
1: it's funny how that works and how Oh, how much more expensive a
0: horse is versus, and the upkeep and the maintenance of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it would not be efficient to go on a horse ride from Corpus Christi to Dallas. You're going to have to stop time. a few times that horse needs, and especially that would be it.
1: you got to think <laughs> of how rough the Cowboys had it back
0: then. Yeah.
1: In this area, oh my goodness. Yeah. I'd rather just get in a Tesla and just
0: tell it to take me wherever I need to go. And just let it drive. So they have, Tesla has the electric semi-truck. Um, they say it could go a thousand miles on one charge. Wow. So um, And then if you add automation to that, you don't need a driver. It's cheaper. I don't know if it's cheaper, I guess. I don't know what it would cost to charge the truck. If you had problems, we're going to have problems. Anything new. You're going to have technology. But that may be something else. You you reduce emissions quite a bit, stop burning the diesel. I think if you're going to do laws, maybe do it in the trucking industry for diesel because diesel puts out a lot of of, smog and things. not trying to force people to to drive electric cars, which, I mean, gasoline burns pretty clean, and with all the emissions uh, requirements for vehicles today, it's not not really that much uh, stuff going up in the air from the car. This is my truck, sure. so you get a, a lot of carbon monoxide coming out as well. So you yeah, have I mean, a lot of
1: pollutants geez. from that burning of the heat. But is it even worse than just saying having a campfire and and having the carcinogens come out from the wood and the meat and stuff like that? Just, but you
0: don't have a ton of people building campfires, maybe during the holidays, but
1: yeah. But what if you're just doing a, a backyard barbecue? You have a lot of that. Probably not so much. It's easier uh, just. To, versus having a barbecue but on the weekends quite a bit I'll tell But you if what, you're right over the grill you're getting a lot of that smoke and if that works for you then the emissions of being
0: 100 feet away from a vehicle or and New York uh, the uh, because it's very concentrated there and because of all the trucks and the indus- industrial stuff mainly because of the uh, trucks going in and out and the ships coming in the harbor uh, the cancer is like twice the rate of the nation for people so I, you know i don't know
1: i haven't seen that t- statistics but since we're both truck drivers i wanted to talk about one intellectual property that is very unique about uh the trucks that we drive the 18 wheelers, and it's the fifth wheel so the fifth wheel was designed do you know what right year no i'd have to ask you no it's been a long time. i already forgot so it's so simple to be able to hook up to a trailer they back into you. Back into it. It's a simple latch that goes and it stays there for the until you release it. And it's so basic, so primitive that it hasn't been replaced ever since it was created because they were trying to find out the best way to, to getting um, box trailers back and forth. So this has been around for I believe over a hundred years now.
0: I mean, it's, the fifth wheel design. Yeah, I
1: you know what? I could easily
0: like, well, the the, uh, the key pin always amazed me. That thing. I mean, uh, that one thing was yeah. that whole trailer, that one king pin. And that's what – It's fist not very big, is. about as big as a, a fist, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's – yeah, that's pretty crazy. I would uh, – while you're looking at that, I would approve the driver's seat. because I don't like uh, the way these seats so are. I know they try to do that. Um, but man, when you're driving all day, I'd like them to do um, something a little more comfortable. Even though we they do have air ride suspension – and they also put air ride in the seats, so you have an air ride suspension versus springs or struts or shocks. You have air ride, which has made which has improved the ride in trucks quite a bit. Um, I remember when I first got into the trucking business, we were getting those air ride trucks, but we did a lot of spring trailers, and that would be a little bit rougher riding. But yeah, that's uh, that is a good for for talk about there been that that uh, fifth wheel design with the king pin um, if you don't know what we're talking about it's what attaches the truck to the trailer and you just have a little bar that goes around the uh, the king pin and this king pin um, can pull 40 45 thousand pounds probably more than that you know uh, down the road of course its, it's on, solid wheel. It's still um, I, I'm not asking the right questions. Need to get rid but uh,
1: from the story that I remember uh, learning about uh, it was such a simple design and so effective that it hasn't been replaced all this time it's been that effective so you got to think whoever designed that if it was a company or a person just nailed it they, they came dealt with this so it's like anything else if you can simplify it Ugh. it's gonna catch like fire and everybody's gonna use it so like anything that you think is the nuts and bolts of everything if you simplify it one one step companies save more money because now that's one step that they, they saved it, it
0: changed a whole industry it'll change the whole way Definitely. of doing things for an entire society like uber and the taxi business I mean it pretty much just said buy taxi. I mean there's taxis but guess what they use uber because these yeah. these um, These apps have made a a big deal. And the shortcuts with everything. Like just
1: going to Walmart, for instance.
0: Just you can check out yourself.
1: Or you click on yourself. Like I like going to Sam's Club and just using my phone. And I just scan it myself. No, no, (laughs) when I'm inside the store. When I when I pick up the item, I scan it and I put it in the cart. So when I'm done, I'm just like I count how many items are there, see what on my app, how many numbers. And I purchase it and I walk right out. They looked at the they scan it. They see that I have all the items that I say that I have. Yeah. And I'm done. I, I love going to they, they say in the future you you won't even have to do that. Yeah. You they said they already got the technology work. You just put it in the cart and walk and out and the scan
0: you and then and <laughs> it's already purchased. I lived in Austin for a couple of years and uh here in Corpus, they'll still bag your stuff with the plastic bags. Austin, no plastic bags anywhere. And you could either bring your own bags or pay a quarter. You could buy a bag, a nylon bag or something, a model bag or whatever. Or sometimes the place would have the paper sacks. I like the old grocery store paper sacks. Those are pretty cool.
1: Do you know why they started phasing out before it goes into cutting, saving the trees? Do you know one of the reasons why they stopped doing the paper bags? Well, this story was related to me. I don't know if it relates to here, but... You're, you're telling, I don't you know, know, but telling, whoever
0: invented those paper
1: those uh, plastic sacks are losing their- Well, the reason why they get they away with that is because when they're being manufactured, there would be bugs in there. Huh. So, and when they would get to the grocery store and people put their, their food and their stuff in there, there'd be like bugs inside the bag that the grocery store didn't have, but it came that way from the factories when no. they were during shipping. But from what I heard, it was the factories. So in order to get rid of that and not bring that in, they started. That's why plastic bags got so popular for a while. So we saw a change from paper bags to plastic bags, and now they're saying plastic bags, you know, are so the bi- paper one had the, had the bugs in it. Oh. Yeah. So not only yeah. would you get it for in your grocery bags, but also at the fast food places, you get the paper bag. Oh. So you would have not all of them would, but there would be bugs inside there from, and so they. So what I'm but sure, but Fast Food you're still
0: getting paper.
1: Yes, but I think they changed. I'm sure it's not the same factories, or I'm sure they change They up their made it food gradeable, or not food gradeable. You can't eat it. No. But I'm sure they improved their services so they can continue doing business. But you would get like a, I heard that they had very low standards for a long time, so that's why they phased a lot of companies phased out the paper bags for a while, and now.
0: I, I know this is off the subject, but do you ever notice, like, you go to uh, Walmart or you go to H-E-B, and and um, H-E-B is our grocery store, big grocery store. We they love in H-E-B in Texas. South Texas. I don't think they have them in Dallas, or maybe they're going they to the Dallas area. They're barely getting the H-E-B. Are you sure? They, they have the Kroger's, them? and they have Damn. the Allersons. Yeah. They used to have the, um, what's the thumb one? Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb. Never heard of when it. Dixie. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. Safeway was a Safeway big. Safeway was, was big. big.
1: Yeah, I'm from out east, so you
0: know the Kroger's. But the people Safeways. don't – it's like you can't get people to I, – I usually go in the the lane. Where someone checks you out, you know, and so I feel good. Someone check me out. But anyway, um, you go in the grocery store. What, I was just going to really.
1: I'm looking at you like, well, because when I first saw that you check yourself out, I hated that effort. I'd rather I know, go, they I'd enough. rather go to I'm off. I'm off. Why am I gonna be Somebody's doing somebody else's patent. job? You know, this is so messed up. But because the lines, let's say, at Walmart got so long for being for having a, somebody to actually check you out, I'd rather now I'd rather just check myself out and save the time. And now we got to Check
0: yourself out in the mirror. Not so much. But I was saying what well, <laughs> But what I'm saying is <laughs> <it's> like <clears throat> like I get in line. And usually they have that person that comes over to the end. Uh-huh. You know, you got your groceries or whatever. You're at Walmart and they bag your stuff, right? And I'm noticing they're just looking at you like, bag your stuff. There's the bags. <laughs> Why don't you just the, put them in the bags right here? Uh-huh. I'm like, well, don't y'all have a bagger? Aren't you going to put the bag? Aren't the person coming over here putting my like, stuff in the bag and putting it in the basket? You know how many times I've been to Walmart? And they put they got that little carousel with and the bag. Put it on top of the carousel, and they don't put it in the bag. And I've le- I've even left the bag because they didn't turn it. Oh yeah, you know, and I'm like, hey, get back! I'm like, where is this? Yeah. Why don't I have it? You didn't make sure I had it. If y'all had a bagger over here, put my stuff in the basket, so when I roll it out to my vehicle, I would know I had my stuff. I've had that they exact be same. People don't care Exactly. They used to care.
1: They used to care, man. they used to care. Customer service used to be a thing. Yeah, yeah I'm a customer service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem is is you got see uh, the, they say United States has always been the land of the free. Has it been really the land of the free for the people or for companies? I don't know. There's something to think about.
0: I mean, because the laws are always
1: for the companies. Not so
0: we're gonna make better. our we're gonna make our customer work when you get it. <laughs> Just get spent two hours shopping in our store. You need to check yourself out, bag yourself. I used to send people at the grocery store I, they still do this because I've heard them help, ask people if they needed help with their groceries to the car. Mm-hmm. It used to be common to, to ask everyone just about it. and
1: um, I remember the the baggers used to ask them they back the, the the things and then they'd ask the individual it didn't matter if it was man, woman or it didn't matter their age they're like would you would you like help?
0: Can yeah. I help you? And yeah. you don't get that very much anymore. I think I think people don't like Going to the grocery store. I don't like the idea of having it shipped to my house. And I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, or going to the curbside pickup. Now they have curbside, which is awesome. So you can actually order everything
1: you want online. You can pick it out, and then you can go there and they'll put it in your in your vehicle for
0: you, which is nice. Well, I don't I, I like that a little bit better because you can see the products okay. because they bag them up. You can see some of the products, but I kind of like going. I'd rather go if it's for certain things. I want to see what I'm buying. You know, I may not want that product that's on the front of the shelf. I want the one two, two spaces back, or they don't have the exact
1: same brand that you asked for in there. But they're like, oh, this is the off brand that this is here. But they'll grab that and give yeah. it to you instead. But you paid for the no thing. no no they'll pay no oh, they the correction. Correct. They will do the correct okay. Back. The reason I'm saying that is because my parents use I don't use curbside, but my parents do. Yeah. And yeah. so they'll order online and then when they get there, they're like, this isn't what I ordered. And they're like, but their response is the customer service response is like, yeah, but it's similar to what you ordered like,
0: yeah, I didn't want something. I wanted exactly what I wanted. Or I didn't you want know, you know the problems with this are going to fester. They're going to get worse. It's going to be a mess. I think. As but I mean, I guess we're all going to conform to some type of system in this way, and we all do. And it's going. I don't know. man, We're just going to work like robots or something. <laughs> but when you said that, it also made me
1: think of a writer I mean, yeah. uh, when laptops are popular. So people write on the laptop. Well, a lot of people. That are writers, they don't like using the laptop because they learned and they started on a typewriter. They like the feel, they like the sound. They click, 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 click. They, And the, 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 the laptop is not the same thing. They don't get that same feel, the same sounds. So it doesn't do it for them. So you have some people that don't want to write on a computer or a laptop at all. They'd rather do a typewriter. Now, I think that's outdated now people don't really do that anymore mm-hmm. most people are learning and very creative people people are now that are people just now, speak and it types. they, they grow it. up and on the computer mm-hmm. so it's not an issue but you still have the old school people that still like the old school ways i think it's a matter of like our music where we grew up what age we are what was around us that spoke to us at our uh, the ages where we were maturing we still long for that music. We still like it. I still listen to something in the early nineties that I'm like, it brings back memories. So I still like it. And we see the difference in elevator music. I'm sure somebody spent a lot of time on that, but as you can tell, you don't hear elevator elevator music anymore. You'll hear something more contemporary. You'll hear something more of our
0: generation than you would. Because there's more available here.
1: Well, I think it's because the time has changed. You have people that, I like that music like you don't hear blues music anymore you don't hear
0: jazz music anymore i hear it but i'm driving in my car because yeah, you choose to it, to. Yeah. in public you don't hear that anymore it's it's not something that they're you, missing they're really missing out on yeah. such a variety of uh music
1: or just like uh for instance yeah. i grew up my my mother was in the symphonies like that. and so i still like listening to the symphonies and like, if there's something about that where you don't get that out of music anymore. You get more digitally created music, and you don't get that.
0: Yeah. You don't get that feel.
1: That feel. And oh, you've yeah. seen that with artists throughout time, too, where they'd have the band that they'd want to go back to something else, like an orchestra or a symphony, and put that into the into the movie or put that into their music. And not all the time, but sometimes. So you'll see that where some of the old stuff is still desired in and when it's done it's done great. Yeah. But you'll see that the with infusion. everything else. Like you'll, you'll see in the future where people are like, you know
0: what? I miss that techno. Let's bring that techno back because they want to listen to those, those beats again. Next week, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about some lawsuits, been Cases, big cases. It's going to be good stuff because, man, these are some things that just – I was reading some of these cases. If you're listening to this podcast and then you're going to listen to the next week, you got to because it is – these people are crazy, man. We're going to talk about some infringement rights, some copyrights. We're going to talk about some cases of plagiarism. We're going to talk about, hey, you stole my stuff that was mine, and I want some money. I want to get paid because you took it from me, and you got paid. So you better pay me something. I mean,
1: that's and you is. can see that with the evolution of music. That's why I kind of wanted to go there because you see things like a lot of things came from the blues. Oh yeah, you know, you got R and B, you got rock oh, and roll, you man. know, in which you end up getting hip hop. A lot of stuff comes that has, and some people sample, some people take things, and things just evolve
0: as well. So You'll see that in music as well. Have you looked at some cases? I got a, a few of music. Really? I got a favorite. There's some big stuff. I, I, I want to research some international stuff that I haven't looked at, but I've looked at some of the biggest cases. You can pull up top 10, mm-hmm. top seven, you know. And, uh, I mean, you may look at that stuff, but we're going to talk about it, and we're going to give our truck driver blue-collar views on that, and it's going to be good yeah. like this is, this is what they call it, shop talk, talk around the cooler, mm-hmm. and we're going to throw it in there, and it's going to be nice. It's going to be CB mm-hmm. top right here. CB. <laughs> I got a 10 point. I got a 10 point. Is that oh. it for the cheap? cheap you got anything else today?
1: You know what? I, I'm glad you asked. I just wanted to tell everybody, thank you for listening. We
0: really appreciate you. Like, share, do all that good stuff. And you know what? Have a good day. Have a good week. And Ben really means that.